What's up, everybody? Hey, man, it's Thursday afternoon, and we're just getting ready to get on the airwaves. Hey, before we do, um, I don't know about you guys, and maybe I'm just feeling this way, but I, I do always feel this way at the end of the year. Like when I get little moments of time, I start to reflect on the year. And it happened to me this morning when I got out of the shower. I was like, man, um, what a year this has been. And uh, some highs, some lows, but really ultimately, I mean, healthy and all good. So I hope that's the same for everybody who's watching and everybody who's listening. And uh, it's been a great year. I, I do want to thank our sponsors because without these partnerships, man, we just don't do what we do. And I'll, I'll tell a story when we get on the air about this. But here's what I would like to start off with. Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. They've been with us for two years. We've already decided we're going forward into year three. What a partnership these guys uh, have with us. And that's why, you know, when people say, hey, where should we all meet? People go, why don't we just meet at Seven Mile Casino? Because you've heard about them so much for so long. And I talk about the great location, seven minutes south of downtown San Diego, that if you want to play blackjack and poker, this is the place to be. You want to have a great dinner, a great brunch, Sammy's Restaurant and Bar. And I love the fact that it's smoke-free. So you got it all at Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. And we appreciate their partnership. So we ask all the great friends, you're planning on playing cards and watching ball? This is the place to go. All right, here's another great partnership for us, Prize Picks prizepicks.com slash great friends. Listen, um, I don't really understand it myself. A lot of people are like, how is this legal in the state of California? I'm like, I don't know, but I know this. I went to West Virginia uh, to pick up my son and um, sports wagering is completely legal in, in that state and prize picks didn't work. So uh, daily fantasy sports in the state of California works. And I'll tell you right now, a lot of people are having so much fun. It has changed the way I watch, I watch sports. Like last night, I would have no interest in what Joel Embiid is doing last night, but because I was playing prize picks, all I wanted him to do was have fewer than like 55 points, rebounds and assists. And you know what? He blew right by me. He did guy, guy killed me. And so it's just, it's changed my interest in sports. It has made me so much more interested in other things other than local sports. So I love it. I'm loving prize picks, prizepicks.com slash great friends, prizepicks.com slash great friends. They'll match your first deposit hundred percent up to a hundred dollars. So you put in a hundred, they put in a hundred. Um, these guys have been incredible partners here in the fourth quarter of the year. We are already into quarter three of next year with prize picks. So they're a great partner for us and a great game for all of you and us to play. And so it's a win, win, win. Get in prizepicks.com slash great friends. And here's one more. You talk about the fourth quarter of the year, Brett Weiss from mushroom life. Oh my God, what a character this guy is. And gosh, I love this guy. And um, man, we like become pals. You know, we went to that Browns Rams game. We watched football last weekend. Um, you know, just it, guy's a great guy and um, fun to be around. And he has an interesting product and company and line of products, Mushroom Life. What is it? It's plant-based medications. I never heard of this stuff before. Um, I thought mushrooms were like, oh, you know, mushrooms and we eat them, we get wasted. Um, but that's not really, there are a lot of medicinal benefits to the mushroom itself. And so they send you this literature. You get to see the line of products. You get to understand what the mushrooms are and what their medicinal benefits are. And right now, when you buy $50 worth of Mushroom Life products, Brett sends you an additional $50 worth of products. You can use them, try them, give them away, whatever. Brett is out of his mind when it comes to wanting to spread the word about Mushroom Life. Mushroomlife.com slash great friends. Let's start Thursday. <laughs> hey. 
Hey, great friends. What's going on? It is Thursday afternoon. Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. And we're all sitting here chatting before we uh, we go on air and we get on to the 1090 and we get on to YouTube and Cox Your View and all the audio podcast platforms. And we're just sitting here and um, and I don't know, something kind of funny happened. I don't know. Should I should I start the show with this or should I just kind of get rolling here? What do you guys say? Grande, Brown Man, good afternoon. We're down to the last two days of the year, fellas. Mm-hmm. I'm back, booze. Yeah, you are back. Food. Oh, Iron Man. I don't miss yeah. days. Yeah, I never miss days. Yeah. What was that all about <laughs> yesterday? I mean, man, oh, man. Yo, not to turn this show into like a drastic turn from laughter before we began, because laughter heals the soul. Uh, yesterday ended up being a really tough day for me, believe it or not. I uh, So I had, I had to do business with my kids, but my uncle died yesterday, man. Oh, no. And I didn't like, luckily, I didn't have to be here because I couldn't have done it yesterday. So fortunately, uh, it turned out uh, the day off was secretly somehow within the cosmic universe much needed. So, damn, uh, damn yeah, dog. yeah, damn, dog. Now, this happened. Uh, this, this Uncle David Nunn, man, heart attack got him. David Nunn, huh? Yeah, man. How old? Late 60s. Oh, man. Just had a massive heart attack and, like, died on the spot or, like... Yeah, bent over to tie his shoes and didn't didn't get didn't get back up. Get the hell out of here. Was he by himself or, I mean, somebody no, there? He was with his wife, my aunt, and she yeah. said he, he, as normal, has been doing for, you know, 50 years they've been together, bent down to tie his shoes to get up and go out for the day, man. Just, you know, never set up, man, so... Damn uh yeah yeah so i i got a lot of that energy out yesterday so it was good wow. to see everybody at the at the at the you know the catch up and mm -hmm. all that but yeah man wow i didn't know that i had i didn't know that you, you um you didn't say it to us yesterday when we were together and i did not know that well listen brother i'm i'm very sorry to hear about this um and i'm sending your family obviously all my love and um you know, and uh, that's that's just really sad. You said 67 years old in his late 60s. See, this is the thing that that's upsetting to me. OK, and I just saw somebody on Instagram talking about this and I'll, I'll give him a shout out. Um, so I know this guy, his name is Jesse Itzler, and I've known this guy for 20 some odd years, but we're not we're not close friends. We're just like, I mean, barely acquaintances, you know, but it, it goes back a long ways. And Jesse is a guy who's married to a woman. And I got to think of her name, Sarah. Uh, she's the woman who started <clears throat> Spanx. Um, do you guys know who I'm, you know what that is? She, it's a billion dollar company. It's like what women yeah. wear. They're like, Kim Kardashian. Ah, they're fat. no, no, no. Um, her name, I got to think of her name. I, it's escaping me. I don't know her. I only know him, uh, but I follow the two of them on Instagram and he's become like one of these like business motivating, you know, type guys, like, like an Anthony Robbins, like a Gary Vaynerchuk. He's become one of these kinds of guys. And his story is that, I mean, he, started from the bottom. I mean, literally started from the bottom and he was a rapper and that's how I met him. He had this song in New York with the Knicks called go New York, go New York, go. And that's how I, yeah. And that's how I, I met. Yeah. This is how I met this guy. I'm telling you 20 plus years ago and I've always kept up with him. And then he started a private jet company. I mean, kind of from out of nowhere. I don't know all the details. Anyway, long story short is this, his wife's name is Sarah Blakely. She started Spanx. Between the two of them, they've been outrageously crazy successful. And both of them are like real pure entrepreneurs. They weren't like, they didn't have millions of dollars given to them, et cetera, et cetera. 
Anyway, he's become this motivational speaker guy. He does all these crazy endurance sports feats, you know, ride his bike across the country, run across the country, just all kinds of it. And then they've got this monster house and they run this, I don't know, it's like a marathon in the backyard up and down this hill and hundreds of people show up. Anyway, he had this, this thing on Instagram the other day and he said this, whatever it is you want to do in your life, whatever it is you're planning on doing in your life, do it in 2024. In other words, um, if you say, hey, I would like to run a marathon and I'll, I'll get there in 2026. I'll get there in 2027. No, 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 no. Don't wait. Do it in 2024. You know, if, if you want to start a company, you know, and you, you know what, I'm going to work another year and then another year I'm going to, I'm going to start my own company. Don't, don't wait till 25. Don't wait till 26. Do it in 24. And this is his message to his audience. It just happened to resonate really, really well with me because Browner, you could be sitting down tying your shoes and not sit back up. And your plan of, I'm going to run that marathon in 25. I'm going to start that business in 26. I'm going to ha start having a family in 28. The thing is, is this, you make these plans of what you're going to do and then life gets in the way. And so you may not be positioned in 25 or 26 or 27 to do the crap you're talking about wanting to do right now. So uh, shout out to Jesse. Um, and, and because that message resonated with me and then Browner, this story about your uncle, um, do what you're planning on doing and do it ASAP people. I know that's what I'm planning on doing in 2024. I have a couple of goals that I'm not quite there yet. And, um, and I've kind of positioned myself to get to where I want to go and I'm going to try and get it done in 2024, dog. Nice. Shout out. Yeah. Man. Shout out. Shout out is right. Well, let me tell you guys, um, we're just getting rolling here today from the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. And um, I, I got a lot I want to get to. And you know what I'm thinking about, Alex? Because I think today's show is going to be a little bit strange because we're going to do a great friends catch up in the next segment. Linda Welby's coming by. So uh, that, that puts a big smile on my face. Linda Welby is coming by. In fact, you know what? Before she comes on the show, I'm going to surprise her. I'm going to send you a video of Linda on stage in Point Loma with the band, her husband's band, Band Overboard, yeah. mm -hmm. um, that I shot over Thanksgiving of Linda getting on stage and singing with the band. And it I have a video of her uh, singing with the band at December nights. Oh, no Dark way. Park. Yeah, oh, really? Her, she just does this now. now. Her new thing is now she's a singer with the band. It's great. Okay, well, let's kind of surprise <clears throat> her with that stuff. Also... Okay. Let's surprise Linda with this. Last night was a 690-1090 reunion. And it was really cool. I got to be honest. I wasn't sure I was going to go, uh, but then I wanted to catch up to Alex and to Browner in person to hook them up with a little holiday gift. And so I just was like, you know what? Let's converge both things. We can get together, the three of us, and we can do it at this, this get-together. 690 and 1090. I will, I will, I will wait guys. I will wait to show you pictures from last night. I'll wait until Linda gets here, but dude, I'll just give you a little preview. Hacksaw, <laughs> uncle, Teddy Leitner, Joseph, Arthur, Bulldog, the Tatino, Joe Tatino, and the Joe Tatino. Um, for those of you that are old school listeners, there was a guy, an engineer named Mike McGregor that used to always come on the air with us when we would do remotes. No porno. Yeah. No porno. No porno. That's great. That's so funny that that's the one you remember. And then um, uh, Coacher, Mr. Wonderful, Marvelous, Coach Cantera was in the house last night. 
Um, but all the old sales guys, uh, Rich Elrod, AKA balsamic vinaigrette, uh, Rob Pickard, AKA vehicle, man, what's going on, man. Jimmy Sheehan, Kara Guthrie and Picard. I mean, this was like a who's who of the old days of 690. And, and by the way, there were guys there that I didn't know that worked at 690 in the mid nineties wearing 690 golf shirts and 690. Hats. I mean, people broke out their old school 690 stuff, which was and 1090 mm -hmm. stuff, which was really funny. So we'll save all that for Linda who's coming up in a couple of minutes. Um, because I think today's going to be a little bit of a disjointed type show. Let, let me jump into some sports stuff here early if I can. Number one, I said it yesterday. I don't think I've been as excited for a Rams regular season game, maybe ever. And that does include the Super Bowl season. Um, so tonight, Rams and Saints in what is a real playoff game here at the end of the regular season. Two seven and seven teams. And I'm trying to decide this. You guys tell me from my prize picks. Um, is tonight going to be a shootout between the Rams and the no. Saints? God, no. Mm. Have you watched the Saints game this year? Not many. Okay, good. Not really. Tonight's not going to be a good game. Like, yeah, they're 7-7. Seven and seven. Yeah, they're fighting for a playoff spot. But this is not a good matchup because the Saints are not a good team. They've just played in the worst division in football. That, no, it's not going to be a shootout to answer your question. Okay, they played the why. Bears this year, so I watched them for a full game. And I got to tell you, I wasn't impressed. I wasn't yeah. impressed. Like, they have weapons. Mm -hmm. They just, it's just that something's not right. Something's not right. Well, their so weapons here, are always banged up too. Here's what I'm trying yeah. to figure out, guys. Here's what I'm trying to get to. Um, for my prize picks today, you better not say any Taysom Hill anytime touchdowns. Okay. Well, here, I'm just looking through it. You ready? So listen, you know how, like, right now the Demons and Goblins promotion is going on on prize picks? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm looking at um, Matthew Stafford. Okay. Is Matthew Stafford going to pass for more than 299 and a half yards tonight? No. I would doubt it. He hasn't right? done that like all year. Now, Derek Carr, is Derek Carr going to pass for, for 274 and a half yards? No. Okay, so I'm looking at these promotions, okay, and both of them to play them because you because it's such a big um, difference in, in how you get to play, you have to go with more. So if you get both of them right, you get 11 times your money. So if I bet $20, that's going to bring back $220 if my math is right, which I just did on the fly. Mm -hmm. So here's who the Saints have beat this year. Because <laughs> this is important, by the way. Okay, Week one, the Titans, 16-15. Mm -hmm. I've seen better baseball games than that. Mm -hmm. uh, the Panthers twice. <laughs> Those the Patriots. Count. That one shouldn't count. The Giants. Mm -hmm. What week? The, week, the well, Bears. Just last week, okay. the Bears, but with Tyson Bagent, mm -hmm. and boy. probably their best win of the year, right in the middle of the season, was at the Colts. Mm -hmm. So I say they have one. They have one good win this year of those okay. seven wins. Okay, they've lost to the Lions, the Falcons, the Vikings, the Jaguars, the Texans, the Bucks, the Packers. Like this is not a good football team. Okay, so let me ask you this. Um, if I if I were to say Matthew Stafford 224 and a half yards passing, but I have to oh. play it more, you All go more day, or baby. less. All day. More. Take more? Oh yeah. Okay. Now how about Derek Carr at 199 and a half yards passing? Would you go more there? I have absolutely I mean, zero faith. And I would I here's I here's the thing. 
he may get hurt and just, not play. Here's the thing about the beautiful thing about price picks. Yeah. Just because it's an option doesn't mm-hmm. mean you have to wager on it. Yeah. And I don't touch Derek Carr. False. I would never, ever, ever look at Derek Carr. So okay. listen, when I when I see demons and goblins, I just start I just start putting bets down. Because mm-hmm. listen, if you if you go for a sixer, because you, you know I always only do six packs. Mm-hmm. When I see deals, I do six packs. You do a six packs of goblins or demons, you rolling. Well, yeah, because like I'm looking at Puka Nakua. You ready? 49 and a half receiving yards. I would say more. I'm looking at Alvin Kamara, 24 and a half receiving yards. I'm going to say more. Um, I'm just, I'm trying to put together a couple of plays tonight because I do have Cooper Cup. I need him to get 48 and a half receiving yards. I need him to get more. And I need Kamara to get 49 and a half rushing yards. And then I've got, I had this Kevin Durant play from earlier in the week to go for more than 36 and a half points, rebounds, and assists which he did, and now I need Cooper Cup because I've paired them together to get more than 49 and a half yards receiving. Listen, bottom line is this, because <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting a little too into the weeds. Make sure you're playing along with us. Um, prizepicks.com slash great friends. And by the way, Alex, if you could put it up on the screen, give everybody a chance to use the uh, QR code. Yeah. Somebody sent me their prize picks last night, and they said, play my picks. So I did, and they went one for two, so we lost. They had Joel Embiid for like, I don't know, points, rebounds, and assists under or less than like 50-something. And Embiid went crazy last night, and he blew it up, and so I lost. So I'm trying to make some – I'm trying to make a comeback today around this Thursday night football game because I want to get myself positioned for the weekend, and I'm kind of – I'm running a little low because I've been ice cold. Dude, here's how wild – how wildly different the NFL is. Mm -hmm. I was just curious. So Derek Carr. 3,098 passing yards, 16 touchdowns, seven interceptions. Okay. In the modern day football, that is a whatever year. No one's ever going to talk about your year in 2023. This is Troy Aikman in their Super Bowl year of 1993. 3,100 yards, 15 touchdowns, six interceptions. Oh, yeah. He dude. was getting all pro. He yeah. was an all pro. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, no, I'm saying that this year he was getting yeah. MVP votes, yep. offensive player of the year votes. Yeah. He was a pro bowler that year. Right. right. How the times have changed. Right. Friends. Well, that back then, just by the <laughs> way, back then, if you were a 3,000 yard passer, oh, it was oh, like, yeah. wow, this guy's a 3,000 yeah. yard passer. Um, if you were a thousand yard rusher back then, mm. it was a big deal. Um, now, if you thousand yard rushers, I'd have to look around the NFL to see how many there are right now. But my guess is there are fewer, way fewer thousand yard rushers now There's than there one. were back then. There's See, I one feel right like, now, but there will be some. I feel like back then, if you had a thousand yards rushing, it was like, eh, 1,300 was the number back then. Now, if you get a thousand yards, people throw you a parade. Well, because a thousand yards back then was if you're for real, if you're a good back, you get a thousand yards. You because, better get a thousand yards. Because your quarterback's passing for 3,100. Today, your quarterback right. is passing for 5,000. Yeah. Right. Correct. Like Tua you know, is. Two is 80 yards away from 4,000 already. Yeah. With yeah. three plus games to go. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I know. So Saints and and Rams tonight, you say, Alex, bad game, not a shootout. You've given us really good information about the fact that the Saints are 7-7, seven and seven, but really they play in a bad division and they haven't beaten anybody that's overly impressive and yet everybody that's decent, they've kind of lost to. Mm-hmm. So the line in the game then for tonight is the uh, Rams are favored by four. I'm going to uh, I'm going to take the Rams to cover that. 
not only do would I take the Rams to cover that, like they they should win by two touchdowns. But the problem is the Rams don't know how to close out games either. Mm-hmm. Right. Correct. So they'll be up two touchdowns. That's and why that away. that's why that number scares me. Because they'll yeah. I mean, Washington was right there mm-hmm. with Jacoby Brissett, and they were winning that game handily. So I think the Rams win tonight. Uh, it is going to be a wet weather game since we know SoFi is not closed and there could be <laughs> sideways rain. There could be a little lightning. There could be a little a little weather involved tonight. So, yeah, I think it, it's it's a must-win game for both. But the Rams, in my opinion, the Rams are a better team. Yeah. Um, anything from Coach McVay, who I've been kind of hyping here these last few weeks, is maybe this is his best coaching job. Anything from uh, from the coach on, on the Rams? Yeah, I think he was talking about the Saints. Okay. Offensively, very similar, you know, with Coach Carmichael. Um, they've got a quarterback who is playing really well. He was really efficient yesterday. They've got playmakers at, at his disposal. They mix personnel groupings to put a lot of pressure on you. And then defensively, I've got tremendous respect for Dennis Allen. Um, you know, they, they do a great job of, of really having a good sound, a philosophical approach. They're really good on all three levels of the defense. He does a great job of being able to keeping you off balance and keeping you honest, which is why they've been so good defensively. Um, whether it was when he was the DC or since he's been the head coach, and then they are outstanding on special teams, and um, you know, yeah. All right, well, just, yeah. Going. So just keep yeah. keep I mean, on sounds like, right sounds like he's playing the Tom Brady Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like these guys are watching film. They're like, damn, well, that was a great punt coverage. Or damn, look at how they execute those field goals, and they're so excellent on third and three, and all these other random things. But if, as a fan, you watch the Saints, and you're like, ugh, yeah, bad. Yeah. Haven't, haven't watched much of them at all this year, other than highlights. So to answer your original question, have you seen the saints play this year? No. Yeah. No, yeah. I watched really. And honestly, I, I have unfortunately watched a lot of saints, but I, I did like Browner watch a full game of saints and I got to see Derek Carr get viciously knocked out. And then I got to experience a little Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, if Jameis Winston plays tonight, throw all the cards out the table. Okay. Nobody knows what's going to happen in that game. If Jameis Winston gets on that field, yeah. he could throw three pick sixes. He could throw five touchdowns. Who knows? It's funny for a year that has been about the backup quarterback, the third string quarterback, in some cases, the fourth string quarterback, they went out and got Derek Carr as their starter and have, have, you know, this guy sitting, sitting around, you know, and, and like you say, you don't never, you, you never really know what he's going to do. Nope. I like it. I like James. Winston the most exciting part, quarterback. Though. Yeah. He's the most exciting quarterback <laughs> in the NFL. It's not most unpredictable close, guy. Yeah. 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 So, um, so Thursday night football tonight, uh, that that is where you know my my mind is right now, and there's a lot of other stuff that uh, that we got to get to. Related, I'm surprised to you're not going, man. This this screams LA cap type of event. Uh, yeah, uh, you know what, man? I honestly like this week with um, everything that's going on, like holidays, and I've I've been like yesterday we did that six ninety ten ninety reunion. As soon as I got done with that, I went to Del Mar because last night was the big Santa crawl. So you guys will love this, right? So I, I go to this little restaurant bar. It's called Zell's in Del Mar. And we sit, me and Rachel and a couple other friends sit there and I go, here's what's going to happen. We can get in when it's quiet. Then all the Santa people, because the crawl is going place to place to place, all the Santa people will come into us. And then everybody will come to our table and everybody will say hello and it'll be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Now, here come the Santas. They come walking in, man. There are a hundred people in Santa costumes, Right. And who do, who's standing like right in front of me? And he's looking at me like, you don't know who I am. You don't know who I am. Cause he got a beard. He got a hat. Can't. And I'm looking and I'm looking and I, I go, Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Mark Loretta is standing. I knew there. it was Mark Loretta. I knew Mark Loretta, Loretta. <laughs> with Rick Meyer. Okay. The mm. former Notre Dame star quarterback and, you know, Seattle Seahawks. Former Chicago first, bear. 
Chicago Bear. So so here's Mark Loretta. Shout out to Mark. Shout out to Rick. Right. And then just and then, you know, here comes <laughs> they had some lady Santas. Do you guys know who Debbie Dunning is? You guys know who that is? No. She, no. she was she was the girl. She was on uh she she played the tool oh, time girl. Yes, we've on, talked about uh, her before. On um, Heidi. Yeah, I don't I don't remember what the show Heidi from Home Improvement. Bro. Home Come Improvement. On. So yeah. she comes and we're just like, this is just like the most amazing thing. Former NFL players, former major league players, former actresses, you know, like and just everybody having a great time and just so many wonderful people to see and visit with. And so to answer your question, Alex, as far as like LA Cap going to this kind of a, a game tonight. LA cap got to be SD cap this week and SD cap needs to be home. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Kids are in town. Yeah. All right. Stick around Linda Welby. And we'll discuss this 690, 1090 reunion next. Hey, great friends. What's going on Thursday afternoon? Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man from the Seven Mile Casino Studios, sevenmilecasino.com. Hey, so um, we uh, we said that we're going to do these great friends catch-ups, and they've been really fun. Alex Browner, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like we've really reconnected with a lot of people. You know, Jason Finley yesterday, Chris Reed yesterday, Carlos Montoya and his art show in Carlsbad, the former our former producer, um, who am I missing along the way? There's Craig Dato telling us about his company, uh, Sports Injury Central. Again, I'm probably Chris missing Reed it. yesterday, Jason yeah. Finley yesterday, uh, um, Paul Vaden, you know, Vaden. Uh, catching up with the champ. And today, oh my God, I'm so excited to have her back on the show. Linda Welby is in the house. Hi, Linda Hello. Welby. So excited to be here. How's Hi. everybody doing? Everybody looks fabulous. Browner, you got a little scowl on your face. What's going on there? Are you happy? Age, age. Yeah, <laughs> he's getting old. That's what. Hey, Linda. Linda, that's. I know. Linda, that's what. That's that's remind the, me of it all the time. That's the face of a man with four kids. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. that, that, that is. Yeah. That's what yeah. That no, is. I get it. Yeah. So, uh, Linda, we're so happy you're here, and we have a lot of things we want to talk to you about. Now. Yeah. So last night, you want to know the three of us, me, Alex, and John, we went to a 690-1090 reunion. I saw that. Yeah. How was um, it? Surprisingly, really cool. Like, Good. I, I got to say, like, I really kind of wasn't going to go. And then oh. I know I, I just only, it just so happens the reason I wasn't going to go is because normally I'm on the radio at this time of the day. But well, you're Mr. ESPN now. I mean, you know, you're big. LA right? Cap. LA I'm Cap. surprised that you're really, you know, catering to the mm. to the low-hanging fruit that I we know. are. You know I what know. I mean? Thank mm -hmm. you for doing that. Yeah. And so, but it turns out that yesterday, because the Lakers were playing in Chicago, I was not on the radio. So I was able to make this. And then I wanted to connect with Browner and Grande. Uh, I had a little gift for them. And so it just kind of all worked out that we could meet there. Linda, I... I was hoping because I wasn't the person who you know created the party. It was Jerry Donatio. It was Rob Pickard. Yes. And did, did you must have gotten an invitation to this? I event. did. I did, and I just couldn't make it. I was I was really bummed because I didn't make the last one. So I and I really thought I was going to do this one, but it's just like one thing after another right up through the holiday. So yeah, I, I, I felt really bad. I, I do want to do something though, you know, at the house and just and just invite everybody over, you know, because I, I miss everybody. I mean, you know, and Hank and and uh, you know Bert. You know the whole crew. I know. I, I want to feel. Too. You talk about feeling old. Last night made me feel old. Like when you're talking about people that 
I hadn't seen since 2010, not 11 or whatever. And now they're like, oh, yeah, my kid has graduated from San Diego State. Yeah. Or my kid is like, what? Yeah. That yeah, child remember, that was, yeah. I remember seeing the uh, crayon drawings of yeah. the kids in their cubicles, right? Mm -hmm. And then now yeah. they're, they're adults. Graduating from college. What? Well, I, but you know what? I had a, I had a slightly different experience last night, Alex. Um, ra and Linda, you're going to get a kick out of this. Rather than feeling old last night. What did you take? <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. It's not what it's not what I took. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Uh, this it, segment brought to you by Tori and California Holistics. <laughs> yeah, right on. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not what I took. It's just that last night I realized how much older, like Ted and Hacksaw and um Coach Quintera are than me. And and you know how how I was only 30 years old when I got here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I was only 30. And <laughs> by that time, but and those guys were probably 50. You know, and right. so now, now that I'm 50 and they're 70, I mean, here, let me, can I show you some pictures? Would you yeah, like to see, to see some see pictures them. from last night? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Linda Welby is here. This segment, yes, this segment of Kaplan and crew being brought to us by our friends at prize picks, prizepicks.com slash great friends. Okay. Here's a picture Aww. of me, Ted Leitner, who looks great. I, I will tell you, T Ted looks great. Um, he must have lost, I'm guessing, I don't know, 30 pounds. I don't know, man. He looks terrific. Little uh, epic. Uh, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm I'm guessing it wasn't diet and exercise. I'm guessing he probably took something, but hey, no shame <laughs> in that. Look great. He yeah, looks he great. Looks good. And he look at Saw. Hacksaw, I will tell you, you know, it's funny because I was getting dressed last night. I'm like, I'm like, I should put on clothes, maybe tuck my shirt in. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like, I'm going to a radio can, like reunion. Hacksaw is going to wear sweat socks and, you know, like Chuck Taylors. And he's dressed exactly as you would expect him to be yep. dressed. NFL films, hoodie, short shorts, you know, but I'm Hacksaw look great too. Yeah, he Looks does really look great. good. I have to say, and everybody's smiling. And I know I saw a lot of familiar faces on Facebook. It was good to see. I didn't, it is see, funny Browner. How... I didn't see Browner there though. Did you go Browner? Yeah, yeah. I left early. I had, I think I talked the most to, to Saul. Oh, Believe okay, it or not, cool. saw in Joe Tatino when I when I first got there. Bulldog, bulldog. Here, yeah. Alex, show us some more pictures if you don't mind. Here, so here's, and I'll tell you, Ted Leitner to me, seeing Ted and Hacksaw together was really cool. Um, <laughs> look, at, look at balsamic fo photo bombing there in yeah. the back. Balsamic vinaigrette in the back. So, Alex, when you say like that, you felt old. I'm not joking. I mean, I hate to say it, but I felt young. I was like, wow. I mean, these are my colleagues. Okay, oh. here's here. You See, know, I never Eric, met this lady. Okay, so Browner, let me tell you, this is Kara Guthrie. Mm -hmm. Kara Guthrie's brother is John Lynch, the the 49ers GM. Her father is John Lynch, who created 1090. And Kara oh. was, I mean, she was very, very much instrumental, especially in the earliest of days of the I think Padres. She held it together. Oh, she put the she listen, John Lynch and John, I know you're listening. John was a pain in the ass. And Kara. <laughs> And, and, and Kara was the one who kept everybody together. I'll deal yeah, with my she dad. She was the real boss. She was yeah, the boss. She was. she was the best. And I love her, man. I just love her. Um, this is the whole crew. Uh, now, now Browner, Browner's already left, but let me just tell you who I see in this picture. Um, up front, front next to me, Linda, if you look up the front, I see Joe mm -hmm. Nelson, who didn't work at 1090, but he's been like a, I don't know, like a radio blogger and just a supporter. I know Joy was there. Yeah, I yeah, love Joe. Joe Nelson. Um, so then uh, Ted Leitner, Ann Picard, um, uh -huh. 
I see Hacksaw and um, Mike McGregor. And by the way, fill in anybody I've missed here. I see Brenda up front. What, what's this young? Oh, gosh, I'm so embarrassed. I don't know her name. Anna. She, Anna. She's such a sweetheart. God, she's a, an angel. I love her. Um, in the back, I can see Frank Anthony. I see Alex. I see Rob Pickard. Ted I Mendenhall. Joy. I see Coach. Yeah. I right. see Spencer Holt. Yeah. Yeah, Joy showed up. And, oh, that's so uh, cool. I'm and, glad you guys had a good time. I wish I went. When, mm. when Jamie showed up, I saw Joy start. I don't know what happened there. There's just tears flowing. And I was like, it's time for me to go. Yeah. If there's there's going to be tears <laughs> happening here. I yeah. see Joy on Adams all the time. She lives in the neighborhood. Yeah. She's so awesome. Um, I just about... saw her recently at uh, at December nights. Or, yeah, oh, yeah. really? I oh. just saw her, yeah. Browner, Brenda said that? she runs into you. Brenda said she runs into you in North Park. Do I saw Brenda ironically a couple of days before that on a corner outside of a elementary school walk power walking with her mom so that yeah. was pretty funny and then was she was hilarious Alex, brenda yeah. yeah uh brenda i was talking to brenda and she was like i just saw browner yesterday i was like oh this guy like this tower next to us and yeah. she goes yes yeah. this guy like yeah. yeah yeah um i see frank anthony back there i see oh, um coach Quintera. i see rich elrod i can see mm -hmm. jerry denadio alex any other photos at uh from last night's 10 90 reunion oh. Oh, oh there she is there's my girl <laughs> there's my girl i love joy i do I too um this was an interesting picture everybody's like hey why don't we get all these guys together and well. and again alex this is where i felt very young i actually got back to my girlfriend yeah. last night and i'm like listen Hacksaw's probably 70. Um, Ted's yeah. 70 plus. Coach is probably late 60s. Anyway, I'm out, man. That's a weird way to frame that question. What? How young you looked around all these dudes and got, got back with my girlfriend. Did you feel like a little extra pep in your step? Yes. I was like, <laughs> because here, but here, can I tell you guys, honestly, you guys are going to love this. Total T? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah a little listen, natural total T. Here's the thing. Um, in that environment that we just showed that picture of me, Hacksaw, Ted Leitner, Coach Cantera, and Joe Tatino. You're in that baby. environment, I'm the baby, you know? Yeah. Where I work in LA, I'm the old guy. I think they always considered you the baby. Yeah, right. But but Linda, but now I'm the old guy. I swear to God. In the in in, <clears throat> in LA, where I work, I'm the oldest guy. And listen, you got Steve Mason, you got John Ireland. They're a little bit older yeah. than I am. But yeah. like everybody else producers, you know, I mean, social media people. I mean, I'm the older guy now. Yeah. Whereas yeah. in that group, me, Hacksaw, Coach, and, and this show too, I'm the older guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. I will say this, and I don't know, if Brown, how much you caught of it. And Scott, I'm assuming you caught this. I did notice that everybody that has left the radio world is significantly happier in this so moment happy. of their lives. Oh like, my god! Oh my god! Like Big maybe smiles. to be totally honest with you, it kind of felt like everybody that was there at the end of 1090 is just like a happier person right now. Like it is wild. From 2019, seeing the the little you know the the, the ship sinking to oh. now, the happiness level and the enjoyment level of people's lives seems to be like. Up there. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you another perspective, real quick. Okay, I could feel from Joe Tatino his sadness because he's he he's the voice of the LA Galaxy. But he even said something like, "Since 1090 went off the air, a piece of me is not like I don't have that piece of my life." Um, mm -hmm. A kid like Adam Clark. Adam Clark 
um, went on to, he has a great job. He was telling me about his health care and he was telling me about his 401k. Like we were having those kinds of conversations and, but he wasn't, he misses sports. He misses sports badly. Um, Ted Mendenhall telling me about what he's doing in, um, you know, the school that he works in, but he still does UCSD like women's basketball broadcast because he wants to have his foot in sports and he wants to have his foot in broadcasting. So while I understand what you're saying, Alex, um, there are some people who left radio and they may be significantly happier. And then there are other people who miss it so badly, you know, and they miss the team because when I look at that picture last night of that whole group, that was a lot of people working at a radio station that doesn't happen anymore. Radio stations are bare bones. You know, one person does four jobs now. You know? I know that's, that's the downside. Really? You're right. You, can't relate. Just, you, you miss the camaraderie, you at? miss the family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that the 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 one thing, not the one thing, but a lot of people, you know, the the going to the office, although when doing it, it becomes a pain. But when you don't do it anymore, there's that like, you know how you miss an ex, but then you see the ex. And you're like, God, I hate this person. It's kind of oh like that. God. Like like when you used to go to the office, you hated it. But now that you don't do it, you kind of miss it. Mm -hmm. I got a lot of that, too. Yeah. Uh, Linda Welby is here for a great friends catch up. This segment of Kaplan and crew being brought to us by our friends at prize picks, prizepicks.com slash great friends and uh, get in the game, especially for this Thursday night football game. Yes, Brown. I see you snap your finger and you've just come to life. Talk to oh, us. Yeah, here we go. Mm -hmm. I saw something that she would be able to answer this question for me. Is Tio Leo's going out of business? One of them is not the main one. And I know you're well, going out of business. That. I missed it. T.O. Leo's. Oh, one of them is, but not the yeah. one that Band Overboard plays at. Yeah. Okay, so the, the one Mission, that Mission Gorge, at. Mission Gorge, the original location is closing. Okay, well, guess okay. what? There was a there was a T.O. Leo's in my neighborhood in Carmel Valley for years, and they steamrolled that place. And I don't know if they're building a hotel or what they're building there, but uh, it's right off the freeway. But the T.O. Leo's that is in Linda Vista, the one that's right by USD, that yes. one is staying open. That's where Band mm -hmm. Overboard just tears it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, by the way, go for Halloween every year, Tio Leo's is not big enough for band overboard anymore. I mean, there's no, there's no way. I mean, band overboard is now, in my opinion, band overboard is the belly up. They're the yeah, they, when are they box. playing at the belly up? They got to well, play at the belly up. You got to get, we got to put that together. I'm happy to yeah. be a part of that. Linda, speaking of band overboard, um, last I saw you was Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. And Thanks for coming, uh, by the way. oh my God, that was so much fun. I had my mom and dad. I had Rachel, her mom and dad. I had my son. You had your daughter, you had your son. Um, and Linda, when people go to see Band Overboard now, they now get to see Linda Welby on stage with Band Overboard. And and it's an amazing thing. It's it depends here. on how many drinks I have, really. Well, okay, <laughs> let's, let's let's go to the video. Tape. Oh no, are you kidding me? Oh, oh, <laughs> what are you singing in this video? I don't yeah. know, but my boobs look good. Your boobs look amazing. Hey, there you go. Boobs, Nailed it. Let me tell you something. Your boobs are incredible. And I'll tell you something. If, I'm going to tell you something right now. For, for a lady that had breast cancer, okay, that kept her boobs, those things are still just incredible. <laughs> That's what underwires are for. They're great. Thank God, you. I know. I know. Oh, you my do. God. They're that just, was fun. Just, and those are natural, too, aren't they? Yes, they are. I know. Impressive. Mm -hmm. and they are spectacular. Yeah, impressive. <laughs> I'd like to see them. I mean, not because like I not anything sexual, just you know, purely like as a For research science. project. Yeah, research. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. research. Sure. Yeah. Did your husband Which, ever get the, the way, perm glasses? Way, just to give you an update, because mm-hmm. I do get, te- you know, people hit me up on social media and stuff about how's your health, how's everything going. I hit the patent past the five year mark. So way to go, girl. Awesome. Go. Awesome. Yeah. I remember the day you That's called awesome. me and told me what was going on. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, we don't, but, we don't hey, talk about that. But I just nope, want to know nope. that's We're like five a years later. significant milestone yeah, when right. you go past the five year for reoccurrence. Yeah. 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 And again, and again, that's not only big, not right. only did you have breast cancer, not only have you battled it and beat it now five years, still the girls are just, I mean, <laughs> those are impressive. I, I think one of the biggest parts of, I think one of the biggest reasons that that should be celebrated is what you've been able to do after it how you've been able to help people after it. Have you been able to share your journey with people and encourage other women who are going through the same struggle after it. And so it's a testament to you and and, and the hard work that you've put into it and just being visible. I mean, Scott's looking at your your boobs, but I'm as a person being visible, still being energetic. I look at her as a person too. I do look at her. I mean, I look at her. No, I I know. I appreciate it. But anyway, it's it's a nice thing to know as we go into the holidays because it's just like, you know, the kids are home. I'm so happy. I got my babies around again, just for a short time. But uh, and then again, I have them around and I kind of like my. You know, before short time, you like when they leave. Yeah. Oh, I kind of do. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, although, you know, when you ask someone what they want for Christmas, uh, like Austin, I usually, you know, whatever I want, he's ready to just jump in this year. I'm like, here's what I want for Christmas. He's like, what about this? What about this? Because I want to adopt. Adopt Um, what? A dog. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were ready to be a mom again. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe a 16, 17 year old that can help. That would cut into your stage. Yeah. I'll take that. No, but I really, I'm ready for another dog. I'm just mm-hmm. ready, and mm-hmm. he's not ready. So we got to get dog? on the same page for that. Mm-hmm. What kind of dog, though? Just a, a I want it like a little older dog, you know, maybe like three years or, or more. Um, something like Alex, you've got such a great dog. Love Not really. Dogs. Alex's dog's oh. a pain in the ass. Oh my, your dog? <laughs> dog's allergic to everything. Yeah, <laughs> everything. The day by day, the day by day, she's a pain in the ass. When she's a visitor, she's very respectful. Of oh yeah, she came to my house for dinner. Yeah. She was great. Love yeah, her, not just the dog, not me. Yeah. Just the dog. She was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. really good. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Uh, that's great though, Linda, yeah. that you're, you're ready, but it's nice that you're respecting that, uh, Austin isn't quite ready yet. That's cool. No, he's not ready yet, but I'll get him ready. You I'll know, oh, ready. I'm sure you, you know will. how you can get him ready. How? You Perth just glasses. bring a dog home. I know. Yeah. I know. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. And then you record it and then that way he's stuck on video. He has to be nice or he's going to look like a, like a dick on video. Like, yeah, like you yeah. brought home an adopted dog that needed a home. Right. right. Cause who doesn't love yeah. dogs? You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. It's so funny you say that though about kids. Like, like all my kids are home right now. Um, but two, my two daughters both got like sick, you know, like my, my daughter Jillian brought something home from Boise. Oh, they, Everybody, they bring everything home. Right. Yeah, exactly. I know. But my son, my son came home and I told Grande and Brown man, I was like, Hey, my son's going to help us out. Like we need another body. We need another person to help us. I'm like, my son's going to give us a hand. Um, he's been here about a week and a half and, um, my whole, I put this plan in motion. His best friend from college, um, worked for an accounting firm in Wheeling, West Virginia. I'm like, Hey. I've got a cousin with a big ass accounting firm in Pittsburgh. What if I get you a job in Pittsburgh and you move to Pittsburgh? And then Justin, what if you go live with your best pal in Pittsburgh and you get a job? And dude, lo and behold, my cousin's accounting firm offered Justin's BFF a job. 
The kid is taking the job. He's moving into Pittsburgh. And I'm like, time out. Not a one bedroom, two bedroom. You, you're yeah. going back to Pittsburgh. Like, I'm going to try and move my son. I'm hoping so. <laughs> I, mean, I love him. Chess I love pieces, bro. Uh, dude, a week, dude, a week and a half into us being together in the same house, you know, I'm like, okay, you, you, you need to go out. somewhere. Yeah, else. it's time. It's yeah. time. There's, there's a reason that they they need to leave the nest at a certain time. You know, yeah. I mean, and the earlier I, that you do, the earlier you can get them to leave, the better. Because like I have friends whose kids are coming back now and they're like 25, 26. They're going to grad school, whatever. Like I need to save money, you know, and so I'm moving back in. If you can get them out early, um, the earlier, the better, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. And I do. I am actually my son is um, when his lease is up in Boston, he had a couple of choices. It was New York, Nashville or L.A. Mm. And he's decided on L.A. So I'm excited Good. about that. Good. Yeah. Good. That's where he should be. Yeah, That's exactly. I think so, yeah. too. Yeah. And then I'll have both of them up there. So and then yeah. I can come up and see you and stay yes. across the street at that hotel that I stay at. Mm -hmm. The East Central. Yeah. East Central. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm. you guys go look at crime scenes together, Scott. Show her your hobby. Yeah. Oh yeah, you have no idea. What? There was a there was a shooting across the street. Wait, you um, didn't know about this? Yeah, it was called. There's a restaurant across the street, a soul food restaurant called Fixins. Uh -huh. Dude walks in, shoots this guy, runs out. Dude, the cops were there all night long. You know, like I mean, real CSI kind of whatever. You know, it's crazy. It's no, no, no. Crazy. Stop. What are you doing? No, no, no. Don't let you miss the whole point of the story. Which Tell the what? real story. <laughs> Well, I, I got I got 45 seconds before this break. What Tell was it this? in 20. Tell it in 20. I was working upstairs. Mm -hmm. ESPN security hit my phone. Don't go outside because there was a shooting. I'm like, okay. don't tell me not to go outside. I got to no. know what's going on. So I How go in. I, I go underneath the police lines. You know what I mean? I'm like, in, like I'm investigating. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody stopping Scott. Well, and I no. carry a badge. And I carry a badge. Yeah. As there, well. there you go. There yeah. you go. Oh, I didn't there know that was part of the story. Yeah. I carry it my is badge. the story. <laughs> wait a minute exactly exactly all right listen to me linda welby we gotta go i love you <laughs> i can't wait to see you perform with band overboard next time um have a wonderful holiday season to you and your family and thanks for being part of a great friends catch-up absolutely love you guys and uh we'll see you soon i'm gonna i'm gonna have something at the house so we'll get together all right everybody stay right where you are more oh i didn't know that was the story stick around All right, great friends, a little halftime timeout here, a uh, little timeout. Want to thank some more of our great partners. Um, I'll start off with our people at Tory Holistics and California Holistics. Um, Alex, I know we've been trying to get Charlie on the show. Uh, Charlie Rolfs, their, their uh, chief marketing officer. He'd been hard to find this uh, holiday season. Busy man. He, he is a busy guy. Um, if you like cannabis or better yet, you're looking for holiday gifts and you know people who like cannabis, bro, this is the easiest gift to get because anybody who likes cannabis wants cannabis for Christmas. Believe me when I tell you, um, I'll give an example. I went to lunch earlier this week with a lovely couple. Um, I know both of them like cannabis. Uh, one likes a hybrid product. One likes an Indica product. And, um, and then after, um, you know, we, we all had lunch and everybody had little gifts, right? Everybody had little nice gifts. And then they opened their gift and both of them were like, Oh, thank you. And I'm like, see, when you have friends who like weed, Getting them weed for Christmas makes gifts super easy and they're stoked. So Tori Listics, California Listics, our promo code is amazing. You save 20% when using it, whether it's for home delivery or in-store. And by the way, the promo code changes the day we come back on January 2nd. The promo code changes. So pay attention. 
All right. Um, hey, a big uh, happy new year and uh, happy holidays and Merry Christmas and everything. On behalf of Gary Cooper, Mountain Trust Realty, you may be thinking about buying a house. I know the market has you know been slow for the last probably six months, but now that interest rates were not raised, um, it, as Gary says, a great time to buy a house. And you might be thinking to yourself, why? And I would say, talk to Gary about it, but here's what he's saying is that, look, when you buy a house at 500000 today at a 7% interest rate, and then all of a sudden um, that interest rate goes down to 5% and your house all of a sudden is now worth $650,000, um, you, you're going to pay less and you're going to be worth more. And so you talk to Gary. He's the expert. 858-376-1299, 858-376-1299, Mountain Trust Realty Services. Back to the show. Yo, what? welcome back, everybody, to Kaplan and Crew. Alex Padilla, John Browner with you guys. The rest of the way, Scott, gone. Adios, sayonara, sayonara, see you manana. Out. I have no idea what he's doing. Uh, he didn't tell me. Did he tell you? No. No, we just, we talked to Linda, and then we talked to Linda for like five more minutes as Scott After. showed his ridiculous badge and, and told his the whole story. We probably should have recorded that somewhere because it was as ridiculous as the first time and linda's reaction was great uh but now scott's out for the rest of the day we'll all be back tomorrow right browner like all three of us are back tomorrow and that's our final show of 2023 yeah i just had i just had a funny moment because i was like wait we didn't do our picks i was like wait a minute yeah we got tomorrow so, right we got tomorrow and then we'll wrap up the year all together i'll be in oxnard tomorrow that is unless if it's not it's underwater. still underwater uh, I woke up this morning and I'd like to shout out what's his name uh, at Los Angeles fans with a Z uh, shout out to you. I wake up this morning and I got over 20 notifications on my Instagram and it's all from him tagging me, me. Yeah. Tagging us in the national weather service alert systems, tornado warning, Oxnard, California, Port Wainimi. Until 2 a.m. That's right, Browner. A tornado warning in my hometown of Oxnard, California. Uh, here is what it looked like. And if you look at that little dot that says Oxnard, that's not where my mom lives. If you look at where the dot that says Port Wainimi, my mom lives around that area. So uh, literally everything that was flooding in Oxnard was about two blocks away from my mom's house. And so I wake up to this at six in the morning and i immediately call my mom and because i saw this i'm trying to show you where it's at this is a gas station uh about three blocks from my mom's house and if you oh. see that white car it is literally to the hood and the reports were from police officers that there was cars floating down channel islands boulevard uh my cousin is a cop and I immediately, because I don't know why I think this way, go to his Instagram. And my cousin is an Oxnard police officer. And of course, my luck, he was working overnight last night. And his Instagram, he is in his car, basically as a boat, driving, going to all these flooding calls. He said it was nonstop calls of people's houses being flooded and they don't know what to do and they need help and they need to get out. They evacuated. So my mom lives on the south side of Channel Islands and the north side of Channel Islands and the west side of the of the city was evacuated because there was they got four 
inches of rain in downhill? one hour. It's no, it's not. It's all flat. Oxard's very flat. It's okay. all by the beach. So okay. it's right by there's a navy base there called the Seabees. Um and is Port Wayne is a beach. Oxnard is is Oxnard's not a beach town, but there are parts of Oxnard that are on the beach, if that makes any sense. Gotcha. Um, so I don't there's just it, it just they got so much rain so fast that every anywhere in the world would have flooded because that's just the nature of like the drainage the amount of don't rain, go right. that fast. They got four inches of rain in one hour. Four inches of rain in one hour. So I call my mom this morning and I'm asking her, like, I know you have a two-story house, but is the garage flooded? Is the house flooded? Um, and she said that they started getting water in the kitchen. And so they obviously, who has sandbags in Oxnard, California? So you start putting towels down. Um, oh. But it was just coming in so fast that they didn't end up flooding. The water was just because there was a tornado warning too. So the rain was hitting the house and the water was just kind of trickling down so fast. It was like a waterfall coming from their roof all the way down. They have a skylight. And my mom's like, I swear that skylight was Dunzo's. Like, I thought it was Dunzo's. I thought it was broken. I thought it was going to smash and we were going to have a waterfall in here. Ooh. Luckily, none of that happened. But I did when I called her at 6 a.m., she's like, I really don't want to go downstairs because if it's flooded, I don't want to deal with it yet. Like, I'm going to wait till like the sun comes up and then I'll head down there. So she, I call my sister because my sister lives in the same house as my mom. My sister's downstairs. So I call her. I'm like, are you sleeping on a waterbed right now? Are you floating? She said, are you floating right now? And she said, no. Um, but um, there was a ton of rain and our windows genuinely are not built for weather. And they were all like, you know, this, it sounded like there was a legit tornado overhead. But at least for me, and I can't say the same for everybody in Oxnard. All good. No flooding. The garage did get a little bit of water in it, but that's not a flood. Like, garage. There wasn't, like Right. It's a garage. But uh, no flooding on my mom's street. But if you literally go two blocks, that's where she where that's what they're dealing with. And it's funny because that exact corner, Browner, that exact corner about five years ago um, had a massive. Uh, what do they call a uh, hole? You know where the, the earth just collapses? Sinkhole. A sinkhole. Exactly. And it was that exact corner. And I'm assuming they put so much land back in there that right. not, that water not going anywhere. And it right. was just kind of just on top of it. So a Dude, very, the, very wild day in Oxnard way, or morning. The way that these things work, man, with the weather and the way that it turns. Because remember, we had a quote unquote hurricane here, uh, you know, not too long ago. And they were just saying, if this thing would have turned, you know, 400 yards, it would have been terrible. Mm -hmm. They didn't. And we was like, oh, that wasn't nothing, man. What was that? Right. And so it's 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 crazy. It's crazy how the turn of the weather could literally mean that your home is washed away or condemned yeah. as opposed to your neighbor just looking like you had a long night of rain. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, so, I'm happy for your family to continue, keep their home intact, man. That's, that's big. I am a driving north tonight about eight o'clock i have no idea what i'll be driving into and i know that in san diego at least according to my phone i don't know what your phone says brown that rain's coming midnight. tonight about midnight yeah. so i'll be driving directly into what's coming to you guys for the holiday season so you can give uh, us yeah. a preview wild morning yesterday or this morning in oxnard so there you go there you go uh jb safe, man. 
everybody's safe. Everybody's good. And I hope everybody else out there is safe and everybody's good. Do you, okay, at San Diego State, I don't pay attention to recruiting classes. It's never mm-hmm. been a thing where the Aztecs have made any sort of noise of significance. Right. For basketball, yes. For football, no. You know, you always see, oh, Alabama gets the number one recruiting class. Clemson gets the number one. USC, top five. Blah, 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 blah. But now we got a guy, a head coach in Sean Lewis, who hustling. that ain't me- that ain't messing around. He hustling. And I'm telling you this. San Diego State will never be a top 10 recruiting class because they're not a power no. five conference. That's just not no. going to happen. But according to rivals, the Aztecs got the number one class in the Mountain West. Nice. They got 26 total recruits, 15 uh, freshmen, 11 transfers, one four-star recruit, uh, two quarterbacks. But yeah, Browner, the Aztecs, Sean Lewis coming through with the number one recruiting class. In three weeks, he came in here and got the number one recruiting class of all the Mountain West. If you the, the number one thing you want for a new coach right off the bat is that. You want to see his ability to be able to recruit immediately because I think this is where Sean Lewis coming from Colorado will have the biggest impact on San Diego State because he just left recruiting these high-level kids. He just finished being in the living room of a lot of these players, and they still recognize him. So Mm -hmm. for him to go into these homes now and say, hey, man, I'm the head coach, I'm telling you, you're playing here. Whether or not you play there is up in the air. You're playing here, and if you want to come here and use this as a year to then transfer out or two years and transfer out to a bigger conference, put put plays on tape. Put downs on tape, okay? Put your game on tape so then we can ha- – you build a name for yourself here, and you'll be able to go somewhere else and, and then mm-hmm. build a bigger name, build your draft stock. Him being able to get two quarterbacks, two, two, two. Immediately. A transfer from Florida State. Immediately. And a top recruit out of Indiana. For him so, to get this done immediately is a huge, huge, huge point of encouragement for the program going forward. Again, you're not expecting them to, you know, make the top 10 next year, but you are no. expecting them to look to be watchable. And that's all we're asking for. Just yeah. entertain us from a college football perspective. I found it very, very, very fascinating during this whole three-week recruiting where these these kids were coming to visit. Um, I would drive by Snapdragon and I would see like the lights be on, and I was like, "What's going on at, at, weird at times, Snapdragon?" Right? Yeah, like at weird times. Yeah, dude. So they used Snapdragon as a parking lot for like exotic automobiles for these recruits to come and like get in full uniform, snap pictures in badass cars, and just literally. Recruit and recruit like modern wise. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Like, it was a very youthful recruiting pitch. And they asked, they asked Sean, um, you know, like, why did you find it necessary to do all these like pitches with cars, cool cars, and and stuff like that? And he was like, uh, because they're kids. Because every single one of them carries this in their hand, and it's a free way for us to get to them and to build that relationship and to tell our story, right? I think 
so much of what we need to do through this recruiting process is to educate, right, and, and to present who we are. So those things and the tools of, of social media, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, what have you, and then when we get the opportunity to get these families to our campus, again, to, to showcase the unique story that we have to tell, the unique offering that only we can give, we're, we're going to utilize all the tools at our disposal to be able to do that. Another yeah. thing he's doing, by the way, <laughs> the more I hear from him, the more I like him. The more I see him talk, the more I like him. The more yeah. I watch him, his body language, his energy, he he gives off the feeling of being able to command a room. Yeah. And that's going to be, and not through fear, but just through respect and energy, getting guys focused. So again, they played zero games. Mm -hmm. What I have seen, I like. And that's all you can ask for right now. Right. Obviously, the on-field stuff is the on-field stuff. That's a whole separate thing. But I will say this, and this is not a dig at Rocky Long. This is not a dig at Brady Hoke. I will say this. The vibe is different. The vibe yes. is youthful. The energy is palpable. The The path is is now looking upwards as opposed to it, it was almost in flux under Brady there. And I don't know if the – and this is, like I said, this is not a dig at Brady. College football has changed significantly in the last four to five years it has changed like crazy and i don't know if this the whole recruiting thing was over brady's head but it just didn't look like there was on the up and up obviously on the field it was very clear that it wasn't on the up and up it was one of the worst seasons in in, in recent memory if not the worst in the last 15 years right and with sean what it looks like with with sean is he gets recruiting modern day recruiting he gets what you need he even said it himself if you don't have a good quarterback, you don't have a program. Like you just don't, and that's just a fact. So I, I think what he's done, and 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 listen, like I said, I don't pay attention to recruiting, but I do know what's happening here in San Diego State is very very good for the Aztec football program. That's the vibe I'm getting. In the perfect world, in the perfect Aztec world, this hire turns them into Texas Tech. We get quarterbacks in the NFL. We get big statistics. We get big yards. And offensively, we will have guys coming in here because we're going to start producing next-level results. And by next level, I mean getting guys drafted. And I think that's going to be a big picture. I think that is the dream scenario where you can have, like, Texas Tech doesn't have some rich college football history. They got Patrick Mahomes. They had mm -hmm. Baker Mayfield. I think they had Kyle, was it Kyler Murray or it was it was somebody else. Whoever but, was Michael Crabtree's quarterback. Yes. Yeah. So they, they they Michael Crabtree. They have guys who you can identify that have mm -hmm. made it to the next level through that program. And I hope that Sean Lewis offensively can begin to do that and put his stamp on this team. Because Texas Tech, they sell out their stadium because they have an entertaining brand of football. Just, do people take them seriously on a national level? Not really. Mm -hmm. But if mm -hmm. they're on TV, you go, who's the quarterback there now? Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, with the with the realignment and all the big dogs going to either the Big Ten, the SEC, or the Big 12, or I guess the ACC, but whatever, we all know how that looks now. Uh, but I, the, that good. realignment, the expanded playoff, there's absolutely no reason that if San Diego State goes undefeated or maybe one loss, 
There's no reason up. that they can't be in the playoff, at least in the conversation. So yes. with that new format, mm-hmm. that's all they can ask for. Be the best. And this sucks. This is not what people wanted, but at, that's what that's our reality. Be the best group of five school in the country. Be the that's best. It. And that is not that is not a a long shot. You know, with the resources they have here, with the campus they have, the location of where they are, the recruiting bed of where they are. You know, mm-hmm. I think he said, like, I, I want to say, I don't remember the exact number, but a bunch of these kids are from California, three of them from San Diego. And what you always say, you got to keep your own guys. You got to keep your own guys. Gotta keep, and, that's my number one thing. Yeah. And you're not going to ever keep the number one quarterback that's going to go to Alabama. You're never going to keep those no. guys. But there's other guys here that will do very but- well. Here's the thing about this now, the, the time and age in which we live in. 20 years ago, the kid who would have left here and went to Alabama, he not coming back here in a year. Mm-hmm. The way that things go now, the kid you that goes know. to Alabama is the number one quarterback in the country, and San Diego State was on his list just out of respect for the school. But then you get a new coach, you go to Alabama, your third string, you set the yep. whole year, and now you watching Sean Lewis and his offense light it up. And yep. now you go, so- well... Yeah, and this is another thing. So, Browner, all these recruits, probably a lot of nameless, faceless players that no one has ever seen or or really paid attention to. You just see a recruit, you see his size, and you see his star, and you see his stats, and you're like, great. But there is one kid that Sean Lewis poached from Dion, and that we all seen on one of the most watched games this year. And that player is the tight end of Colorado, Michael Harrison. Do you remember the game-winning touchdown against Colorado State in the second overtime? The tight end that caught it? Guess which school he's going to now. He has left Colorado, and he's one of the guys that Sean Lewis is bringing with him. Michael Harrison is coming to San Diego State. See, that's what I'm talking about. Show, bring me some people who I seen do stuff. Mm-hmm. Bring me some kids who showed up big at big moments. Now he he will be the feature tight end when he comes here. So it, again, this is this is just an example of like you said, bringing people here who you know, bringing mm-hmm. people here you've seen do things. So I like I, said, I like everything I've seen from him. I love the fact that he's already got two quarterbacks. When last year again we were using a, a defensive player as a quarterback. There's been so there have been so many instant changes, small but instant changes since he's gotten here. I mean, when was the last time they were number one in the Mountain West in recruiting? I, there was a date, and I, I I forgot it. I can look it up, but there was definitely a. It's been a very long time, a very long time. So good. I'm, I'm yeah. I like it. I like it. Um. Yeah. Another service has them as the second. Like Rivals.com has them first. Twenty four seven Sports has them. A second behind Colorado State, but even then, that that seems to that would still be that's still very impressive, right? Still very very impressive. Um, San Diego State next year. The problem for Sean Lewis is because you are now no longer in a power or you're not in a in a Power Five conference next year, though, because of this merger with Oregon State, Washington State, mm-hmm. their schedule looks a lot better now, a lot better now, Browner. And they have a chance to make a little bit of noise because here's their schedule to start the season. The warm-up game, the preseason game. I have no idea what Texas A&M Commerce is, but they that's the warm-up game. Tackling dummy. But then, but then, Browner, here you go, bro. 
Here you go. You have a chance to really make some noise in San Diego. Are you ready? Give it to me. At home against Oregon State. I'll be at that game. At Cal, the ACC team now. Ooh. Yeah. And I don't know what, okay. what conference I don't know what conference they're in, but they 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 always seem to be in a bowl game. They're at Central Michigan. They Not play a terrible Cal. game. Yeah. And then you're home against Washington State. And then okay. you're on the road at Boise State. And then you host Air Force, which was they were they were ranked for a long time this season. Right. So that is your schedule next year. It is not the sexiest of schedules. There's no USC on there. There's no whatever on there. But I think for a year one, new coach in the new look college football, that's a great schedule to start the season with. If you start this season 3-0, and and it looks like a good 3-0, a 35, mm -hmm. a 42, a 37, somewhere in that range for the first three games, you can convince people to come out. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Oh man, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and they'll get a benefit of the doubt from the country because they got a new coach, yeah. And all the reports would be, oh, he did great recruiting, blah 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 blah. Believe it or not, that that helps when it comes to the numbers. That helps when it comes to rankings. Mm -hmm. So, ooh, I like. Here we go. See Give what happens. Chance. See what happens. I'll say this: so far, Sean Lewis is winning. Now yes. you got to win on the field. Obviously, you got to win on the field. But I could tell you, for people that are paying attention to San Diego State, like me you're pretty excited about the future of the program. So I agree. Winning, 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 winning. This segment is brought to you by Mount Trust Mortgage, Mount Trust Realty. Give Gary a call if you're looking to buy a home or sell your home. The interest rates are dropping, and now's the time. Mount Trust Realty, 858-376-1299. 858-376-1299. Uh, Scott said that Bill Belichick was next, the next head coach of the Chargers, but there's a new report. I'll tell you about that one next. All right, everybody, welcome back to Kaplan and Crew. Grande and Brown are with you guys for the rest of the show. Scott, back tomorrow for our final show of 2023. I can't believe how fast this year has freaking gone by, how fast this year has freaking gone by. But yeah, Scott, back tomorrow. We'll wrap up the year. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do any guestings. It'll just be the three of us for the rest of uh, the final show of 2023. Uh, we are brought to you by Mushroom Life. Mushroom Life, L-Y-F-E, mushroomlife.com. For all the great friends that uh, scan that QR code or go to mushroomlife.com slash great friends, you are when you spend a minute uh, fifty dollars, when you spend fifty dollars at Mushroom Life, Brett Weiss, the owner of Mushroom Life, will throw in an additional fifty dollars of products when he sends it to your home. And like me and Browner always say, we doubt it'll be just fifty. That's the way it, Brett Rice rolls. He is wild, he is crazy. He will throw keeps keep throwing things in there until he seems happy. He kind of takes a look at what you ordered and he kind of matches. To, to add more stuff in that regard. So mushroomlife.com, L-Y-F-E, mushroomlife.com slash great friends. And obviously, if you're watching, you can scan the QR code. It'll take you to that landing page. So there you go. Browner, it is uh, week 16 in the NFL season. We would almost be done, but obviously it's year two of the expanded season. So week 16 of the NFL season, the Christmas Day games happening. Tonight, obviously, we talked about it in the first segment. Saints at Rams, we know what a huge game that is. We know how awesome and uh, incredible that SoFi could be when it doesn't get taken over by opposing fans. Rams fans do show up for big games. So I'm hoping tonight they do that as well. 
But Browner, on Saturday, have you heard the news of what's happening for the Saturday night game? So there's two games on Saturday. First, uh, Bengals-Steelers. But I don't think a lot of people here care about that too much. But the night game on Saturday night, Bills at Chargers. Bills at Chargers. Not a sexy game on paper. Here's what's interesting and fascinating about it, JB. This game is exclusively on Peacock. That's what I I knew it was said about this game. Yeah. Uh, but did you hear idea. the new report, bro? No. So, because Peacock doesn't really have the traditional model, even Amazon has commercials ready to go. Obviously, right. you all read the report about Amazon. What they really wanted with the NFL and sports is they wanted your search history to match those ads to your game. So me and Browner don't get the same ads when we're watching a game on Amazon. We get ads that are built for us as that match our search history on our Amazon right. accounts. So Peacock, they're not selling things like Amazon. Peacock doesn't have a structured ad thing. I mean, they have ads if you watch like The Office on there. But what they're doing for the first time in NFL history, the entire fourth quarter, and I don't know who's broadcasting this game. I'll look it up because they might have a handful if the if the Bills are up 60 to nothing. Oh. Browner, for the first time in NFL history, zero commercials for the entire fourth quarter. So they just basically wasted this entire profit opportunity. Because I don't I, what what can you show this could be two things could come of this. One, they could present this in a way. Mm-hmm. That is an insider look like you've never seen before. Yeah. Or they could waste it and just let two people flap at the mouth when there should be a commercial on. So now normally when a commercial should be on, they should be showing you what guys are doing. As Get as close as you can to both huddles. Mm-hmm. Get as close as you can to the sidelines. Give me a look at in the box. Like start breaking down what we don't see during the game, I think that would be the best opportunity to create this. But this sounds like somebody dropped the ball and it was too late to fix it. So here is the 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 write up from Associated Press. Uh, Peacock will air. They will reduce the ad time of a standard NFL game by forty percent. So forty percent less commercials on this game. It's Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth on the call. So they're the NBC's one number one team. And this is what it says. Since all 60 minutes of actual game time are already shown on TV, it's approximately going to be extra 12 minutes of uh, of game coverage. It'll be used to deepen the audience's understanding of the game and the dynamics that surround it. What does that mean? I have no Flapping. idea. But it says Flapping that might include mouth. some insight into the Bills' incredible journey from underperformance and dominance over the last month. The examination of the Chargers' stunning disintegration that led to the firing of head coach Brand Staley and GM Tom Telesco. That's a uh, they're going to give the football night in America about three more minutes on their show. Uh, they'll discuss the game, preview the remaining games. So I don't think it's going to be anything revolutionary. And I don't think they were expecting this game to be uh, it's bad. the matchup that it turned out to be, I would say. Easton Stick. Easton Stick against Josh Allen. I would say the Bills. But here's the thing. If you're a producer, which, which both of us have to – both of, both of us are there's plenty of storylines to cover an extra 12 oh yeah there's yeah. so many storylines because at least with the chargers 
they're never not interesting in the fact that it's always some sort of clown show. And right. right now they literally just fired their GM. They literally just fired their head coach. The owners are still there. The owner saying that the rumors of Bill Belichick, the rumors takes me to my next story, JB. You were gone yesterday. Is Jim Harbaugh on his way to the Chargers? According to Jordan Schultz, Bleacher Reports insider, uh, he's the Adam Schefter for Bleacher Report. The Chargers have interest in Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh. But here's the kicker. It's unclear if the feeling is mutual. <laughs> so I said this to Scott yesterday. I think for me right now, the Chargers PR machine is going to be in full force. I think you're going to hear a lot of names that the Chargers want out there. The good names, the big names, the the, the Belichicks, the Harbaugh's, the, the, why not a Rex Ryan? Why not whoever, right? But I don't think at the end of it, any of those names will come to fruition. None of them. I, I Listen, man. I'm gonna keep saying the same thing because it applies. They don't they don't have the money to hire Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. David Tepper does. Whatever they're doing with the Washington football team, they absolutely do. I think I think of the people who have jobs open, the Washington job, they're gonna get their pick. Because mm-hmm. now apparently Harbaugh has another violation, another NCAA violation coming down the pipe. So if he's gonna leave, this is the time. Get this team out, get this university a national championship, and then, you know, walk off campus. They'll build you a statue. So for me, it, it goes in <clears throat> this order. Washington's going to get the first crack at who, whether it be Belichick or whether it be Ben Johnson, who I don't think it'll be, whether it be Jim Harbaugh, whoever the big name will be, that's the person who Washington will get because they have mm-hmm. the money, they have a plan, and they're willing to spend to make sure that the football team has what it needs. I think David Tepper will be the second person because he will pay Jim Harbaugh or he will pay Bill Belichick and and give them the responsibility of picking the players, which is what both of these guys are going to want. They're yeah. going to want personnel say in who you hire and personnel say. They're going to want upper management say at certain positions. Yeah. They're going to get those two things at those two places. You're not going to get that for the Chargers. So, You're just not. The funny thing about what the Chargers narrative at the moment is, is that it's a very desirable job because Justin Herbert. But I will also argue this. The Patriots are going to have a top three pick. The two. Panthers the going to be number two. The Panthers just drafted a quarterback number one overall. Whatever we think of them, maybe a new coach will think something different. Correct. And when have the Chargers ever been able to outbid anybody? Ever. And the names that you just listed, Washington's going to fire Ron Rivera. That's done. If yeah. Bill Belichick leaves the Patriots, Robert Kraft has money. Washington has money. David Tepper, like you said, has money. So you're telling me just those three teams against the Chargers that Dean Spanos will outbid or have a better presentation than any of those three owners? See, and, and now you're nailing it. See, now you just nailed it. You used the P word, presentation. Because if all you have, like, if you're looking at four pretty girls, they're all pretty. Mm-hmm. But when you start talking to them, then you start finding wife material. See, to me, the Patriots are wife material. They have an owner who will get out of the way. They have an owner who will cut checks. They have a, they have a great history. And they have a great fan base. Mm-hmm. Washington, on the verge of having a brand new stadium. 
We need to see how their ownership group is going to spend money, but I'm pretty sure that they will. And they have a rich history and a great fan base. Now, the only person that they'll neck and neck with, as far as fan base goes, is Carolina, because it doesn't exist. Just like it does in L.A. It doesn't exist. You have advantage over them in the quarterback position. But what you don't have is the presentation, which will be backed by resources of David Tepper. Or Robert The Chargers don't have presentation. Josh Harris. And most importantly, the Chargers have a negative perception of history. Yeah. Not of their players, of the owner. Yep. And I brought this up on Tuesday. I believe it was Tuesday. I don't even know what day today is. When has the Chargers, when have the Chargers not had a franchise quarterback ready to go for the oh, next head coach? Thank you. Thank you. When have they not had a Phillip Rivers or a Justin Herbert for the next coach? Correct. That is something that they've always had. It's something deeper there. The GM's been there, so that's the first time that he's not in 11 right. years. But in New England, there's no GM there right now because Bill Belichick is the GM. Let me ask you a and question. He- Let me ask you a question. When Anthony when Anthony Lynn got that job, mm-hmm. weren't there people clamoring over that job? Yeah. Weren't there people fighting, fight, according to reports, fighting over that job? So-and-so mm-hmm. wants that job. Or didn't Sean job. Payton desperately want to be the Chargers coach this offseason before he took the Denver job? I'll do you, I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better. Remember, there was so much talk about uh, 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 the Ohio State head coach who was doing play-by-play at the time. Urban Meyer. Jackson. Urban Meyer. All this talk about Urban Meyer being such a – just a perfect fit for the Chargers. Who'd they hire? Mm-hmm. Who'd they hire? I don't That's remember. Brian Staley? At that, yeah. <laughs> at that time, there was no bigger name out there. There was yeah. no bigger name yeah. out there to hire than Urban Meyer. He went to Jacksonville because their owner spends money. Yeah. They ended up with the number one pick, which ended up being Trevor Lawrence. Who don't want that? Who wouldn't Mm -hmm. have wanted that? Mm -hmm. So. I just imagine if, and let's just say this, this, say it pans out this way. Let's say that does pan out that Bill Belichick is, let's say they give him the keys. You're like, this is your organization. Go do your thing. Right. So you're going to have Bill Belichick. And Josh McDaniels as your offensive coordinator. And, like, do you really trust those two guys? I'm just saying Josh McDaniels. Because I was like, why not Josh McDaniels? Who, who had his best Better success be. with? He had his Better best be. success with Josh McDaniels as offensive coordinator. See, if, if you told me you get both of them, now I think that this is this, – you, you, now you, you get into a place where I'm like, okay, I'm not comfortable with Bill Belichick's son being the offensive coordinator. I don't want that. If you told but, me you get but he'll Josh be the Mc... defensive he'll be the defensive coordinator though. But Bill, but Bill's still a boss on that side of the ball. Yeah. So yeah. If you told me that you get Josh McDaniels as the offensive coordinator, not the nasty attitude version of him as head coach, but as the offensive coordinator, where all his job is that you don't worry about people rep- people relations or or pissing guys off or you know not letting people talk negative about the Patriot way. Mm-hmm. He's just the offensive coordinator. Oh yeah, I'll take yeah. that. Well, I just think that that's like probably the best case scenario, but it's a short-term fix because Bill Belichick's 71, 72 years old. He's not going to be around for another decade because uh, he doesn't have, he doesn't give off that Pete Carroll energy, even though Pete Carroll no. is the oldest coach in the NFL. No. Uh, how he is behind closed doors, who knows? I will say this. 
if I'm Jim Harbaugh and everybody, if Scott's getting rumblings, every, every major coach is getting the same rumblings. If I'm Jim Harbaugh and I have my choice, I think I'd rather go to new England because yeah. right now I yes. expectations are so low in yeah. new England. Expectations are ridiculously low in new England right now. If you get Jim Harbaugh there, they'd be in, they'd be stoked. Ridiculously in, a, stoked. in addition to that, Jim Harbaugh, I now get the second pick of the mm-hmm. college quarterbacks across the land. You know what I just got through doing? Coaching college football. Mm-hmm. So if I need to even trade for the number one pick, my owner's not going to get in the way of that. He's going to let me rock. Because mm-hmm. I'm going I'm to tell him before I get there, hey, I know the Bears will give the number one pick up. I want that thing. Like, I would trust, I would trust Jim Harbaugh in the New England position more than I would trust him at any other job because, again, the owner's going to leave you alone. And I think that is the – and he's used to dealing with a weirdo because Belichick's kind of a weirdo. Jim mm-hmm. Harbaugh's a weirdo. Uh, Mr. Kraft just want to, you know, be able to pull up with a lady on his arm in a nice car. Yeah. Stop at a massage parlor every now and then. It's a fascinating, it's a fascinating offseason because they could do so much. And I just – I'm looking on Twitter right now in this report. Uh, so the next, the new hot coordinator, because there's always one, ben uh, the new Ben Johnson. Did you see this report? No. According to multiple reports, Lions offense coordinator Ben Johnson is looking, and I'm not even kidding. This is an actual report by Josina Anderson. Ben Johnson is looking for at least $15 million per year for next year to be a head coach. Not going to happen. That would put him in the same category as Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, Sean McVay, Sean Payne, and Kyle Shannon. <laughs> that's the scare. That's the scare teams off. Yeah, that's, that's the, the uh, Chargers. I'm not going to you. That's the scare teams off. That mm-hmm. that that is put out there for the Chargers. I'll come for 15 million. Yeah, I will come up for 15 million. He, if if you tell me Belichick's on the market, if you tell me Harbaugh's on the market, Ben Johnson ain't getting 15 million. Come no, on, man. Bill Belichick's in fifteen million. Jim Harbaugh's in fifteen million. They've earned it. They've mm-hmm. earned it. They've got a track record of head coaching. Bill Belichick absolutely yeah. is owed fifteen million dollars if you want him to come coach your team. Yep. All right, Browner. Uh, let's wrap uh, this segment up because it is now time for. It's time for the highlight of the day, man. Do you want to get high, man? I'm just really high. I forgot I had to hit stop on that one. The promo code yeah. for the final week. Uh, well, there's there 10 days left in the month in the year of 2023. The promo code is amazing at Tory and California Holistics. Tory and California Holistics promo code amazing. Spend a minimum, a minimum of $75 and you'll get 20% off. 20% off your purchase. I said that right. 20% off your purchase for you, the great friends, when you use promo code amazing online, in store, for delivery, for pickup, however you want to do it. Promo code amazing. Browner, one thing that the Chargers have going for them is their social media team. They consistently are said that they are the best social media team in the NFL, one of the best in all of sports, and they did it again. I cannot hate on this. I will not hate on this. This was awesome. This was incredible. I don't know if you saw this. Pro Bowl voting is now open. So okay. people are, you can go out there and vote for whoever you want. The Chargers. Are they propping up Justin Herbert? No. Are they propping up 
Khalil Mack, who is like second or first in the league in the NFL in sacks? No. Are they propping up Keenan Allen? No. You know who they're propping up on social media? Their kicker, <laughs> Dicker the kicker, Cameron Dicker. That's right. Cameron Dicker and the Chargers social media team just put out this infomercial telling you to vote for Dicker the kicker. Have you ever been victimized by a missed field goal? No good! Wide to the right! No good! Ah! My name is Cameron Dicker and I'll kick for you. 50, 40, 30, doesn't matter. I'll make it. Bang! 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 Rain, sleet, or snow, this leg is ready to go. Don't believe me? Ask him. Cameron Dicker is a really good kicker. He's outstanding. And, you know, I love him. And I did not edit that. So don't be a d- and let me kick for you at the Pro Bowl. Ah! So go to chargers.com slash vote to send me in my leg to kick for you. Vote for me! Vote for me! Pro Bowl! Pro Bowl! 2023, baby! Let's go! Come on. That's I can't awesome. hate on that. I yeah, can't that's... hate on that, bro. Wow. That's <laughs> yeah. amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Shout out. Listen, man, somebody getting a promotion. That's Dude, well done. That is so well done. And the fact that, like, Cameron was down to do it, that right. was just so good. So good. In a season of all-time lows for that organization that has a lot of lows, their social media team keeps coming through. And that was honestly – Fantastic. I will not vote in the Pro Bowl for anybody else but Dicker the Kicker. That's it. You got my vote. I never vote in the Pro Bowl, but this year I will go vote for Dicker the Kicker. That was incredible. That was a job that, well done. I did not see that coming. I was expecting like some generic thing where they don't show him, but it's just funny. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. That was great. That was really good. I think I'm going to clip that out and post it today because it was that good. Yeah. So that's really uh, good. All right, Browner. If you're listening on radio, we have uh, two more segments to go. If you're watching on YouTube, on video podcast, we're going to go get uncensored here shortly. Uh, but one more time, the promo code just for 10 more days, and then we're going to switch the promo code for 2024, is amazing. Promo code amazing at Tori and California Holistics. I feel like I have so many gift cards after what you handed me yesterday. I feel Ooh, like, wow. do you think California Holistics would get upset if I just hide some gift cards and just tell people on Twitter, like, hey, look under the trash can in front of Chili's to get a $100 gift card. Do I might a, do that today. A scavenger hunt? A scavenger hunt. I might do that today. But anyways, keep an eye out. Uh, promo code right. amazing. Get 20% off if you spend a minimum of $75. And like I said, if you're listening on radio, uh, we will be right back a couple more segments. And if you're watching on YouTube, it is time to get uncensored and wrap up today as Scott will be back tomorrow to wrap up 2023. All right, JB, let's go do it. Howdy's. Oh, that switched on me. What? We out of here. We out of here. We done. All right, man. You you motherfuckers take care, man. You motherfuckers take care. Stay dry. Don't you know? After midnight, don't go outside because some of you motherfuckers are gremlins, and we don't want y'all multiplying like that. Trust me, it's 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 That's a tough. great reference. That was a mm-hmm. great reference. I haven't oh. heard a gremlin reference in forever. Speaking of references, if you have nothing to watch while it's raining in over the next couple of days. Leave the world behind on Netflix. It's fucking awesome. What about Rebel Moon Part One? 
came I, out today. I, I got. I, I don't know anything about Rebel Moon. I'm willing. I, I, it's on my calendar to watch. I'm mm-hmm. taking it in this weekend. I'm telling you though, what I have seen, I watched Leave the World Behind. It is phenomenal. I started Gran Turismo. Action. What'd you think? So they almost lost because I'm. I see. I'm an F1 fan, so I know places and I know things. And they're like, when they go to Silverstone, UK's like most iconic racetrack. I was like, bro, they're that's Hungary. They're in Hungary. I know <laughs> that racetrack. I have that video game. That is not Silverstone at all. So I was like, I have that video game. Uh, it kind of lost me there. It's so far so good. Um, the thing with me and movies at home, I feel like this is what directors bitch about. I'll watch it in parts. I don't sit through the whole things anymore. Like. If there's a nice clean out and I'm like an hour in or there's like an hour and a half in and there's two hours to go, I'm like, this is a good spot right here. It's a good spot. See, no, no. Don't leave the, then leave the world behind ain't for you. Because it's, it's See, that's why hours. I like Zack Snyder's Superman versus Batman because he would cut it in four parts. And I was like, thank you for doing my job for me. Pause the movie for me at home, sir. The, leave the world behind is in four acts. So, I mean, I guess. I Sounds guess like I could watch it in parts. You're... Yeah. But, yeah. man. Yeah, loved it. Well, I'll be driving to Oxnard. Too. I won't be watching shit. I'll be driving in that rain very slowly on my way road. up to Oxnard. Yes, sir. All right, everybody. We out. We back tomorrow for our final show of the year. Till then. Oh, 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 wait, 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 oh, wait, 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 wait. We we laughed about this before I talked about my uncle dying. How much do you think is on these gift cards? Because I have no idea. I Better literally be have the... no idea. I don't think he'll watch this. Better be the max. He He's not fucking watching this. It better be the max. Listen to me. This shit better not be anything under $100. I will fist fight, Scott. <laughs> Just give us the cash, bro. Just give us the yeah. cash. So yeah. I don't want to sound ungrateful. I don't want to sound ungrateful. No. But no, of course that's not. a big, it's a big range on that envelope. Yes. So I saw the range and I went, yes. whoa. Yeah. Are we on the far end? Yeah. Are we on the, I mean, yeah. here, it's better than nothing in. Yeah. So by the oh, way, another thing. Last thing, last thing on the gift cards. If you yeah. get a gift card this Christmas season for somebody, take both the receipts. It comes in two receipts, the long receipt, and then there's a little small receipt. That little small receipt will get you scammed. People who work at a grocery store are stealing those and basically stealing your money. So be careful. If you buy a gift card, take both receipts, the small receipt and the <laughs> actual physical long receipt, because that already happened to me once. Life lessons from John Browner right there. Uh, I also want to say that bottle I gave you, totally okay to put Coke in it, but just don't put too much Coke in it. I figured my man likes a good Jack and Coke. Absolutely. So so why not elevate his Jack and Coke with some good shit? See, now here's the deal. I Sometimes I drink them straight. But that's the way to do it with that. That's only, the, only Jack and Coke. Jack. Okay. If I'm saying. I didn't know that. But now that I know that, I'm glad I got you what I got you. Me too. Yeah. Because I yeah. seen a motherfucker try to give me a Pepsi and a, a Pepsi and Jack once. Yeah. And I almost fought him. Yeah. That's, almost that's not him. how it works, man. It's not how it works. So I appreciate it. Is I'm a Pepsi crack that okay. Thing. No. <laughs> no, motherfucker. It's called a Jack and Coke, not a Pepsi yeah. and Coke, bitch. Yeah. I'm more of a Jim Beam and Coke, to be totally honest with you. I don't know why I like Jim Beam better. Listen, man. There's a level of sweetness to a Jack and Coke that's done right. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Talk to everybody tomorrow. Bye. Bye.